and welcome back or welcome to Destin Discusses. This week, I'm joined with my lovely co-hosts, Cynthia Gonzalez and Daniel Sylvania. Today, we'll be diving into the tragic topic of gun violence and gun safety as well. Now, recently, all over the news, there have been more and more reports of mass shootings across the country, and more and more states are beginning to implicate restrictions against guns. So as this topic becomes more popular in everyday life and daily news, we have some important key discussion points and questions to ask our hosts. Before we get into this episode, I would just like to mention a few things. First of all, this is my quick disclaimer that even though this podcast I created to talk about all the different topics that people are thinking in the back of their heads, I chose this topic specifically for this week because I had my personal experiences with my friends and my school and my nation and my city and my state. I have had my own personal situations and seen things on the news that I feel that this is becoming more of a problem than what it seemed to have been two, three years ago or when I was a kid. Gun violence is not okay. And I think it is such an imperative topic to talk about, especially to young kids that don't know any better, and especially to young teens that our minds are growing. So if you have any problem with this topic, if you feel any negativity towards the fact that I am speaking about this topic, I please kindly ask you to just close off this episode and you can come back next week when we have another one that you may like. But I definitely do think that this is an important topic to talk about. And I'm sorry if you think that this is wrong that I'm speaking about this. So I please ask you to close off. Another thing. If you or your family have suffered and know anybody who has become a victim of gun violence or school mass shootings, I would just like to personally offer my condolences because gun violence is not okay. Mass shooters, they're not they're not okay people inside. And this is not something that anybody should have to go through. Nobody should have to sadly say that they know somebody that has died because of gun violence, because it's just not okay. And it's not okay that this is becoming an issue and it has gotten to the point where my very own high school gets threats every now and then of someone planning to shoot up the school and come to school with a gun and blah, 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 blah. This problem has become so widely array of problems that it's just not okay anymore. And it needs to be stopped and it needs to be talked about and it needs to be talked about to young kids. Kids need to be educated on this topic. So this is why I'm talking about this topic. This topic is very important to me and I know it is very important to some of my friends. So if you know anybody who has died because of gun violence or mass shooters, I'm very sorry for you and I'm sorry for your loss. And I hope that anyone else out there who maybe knows somebody or doesn't know anybody take the time to really listen to this episode because I feel as though it is very important and there are some really good points that are made and it is just something worth talking about. Hi, who do we have here today? Danny and Cynthia. Hi guys. So me and Belle have a couple like discussion points and questions we want to ask you on gun violence and safety. So recently our school, sadly, it got a threat to be um, 
shot up or someone online posted on Instagram somewhere that they were planning on shooting the school whatsoever and this is obviously us being students at the school I'm all four of us were this is very scary so recently due to these accusations Broward County Public Schools has um, in, in instilled sorry instilled the fact that for the 2023-2024 school year they will only be allowing clear backpacks so our our question to you is do you guys think that maybe miami-dade should do this or is it smart i think the way they went about it it's pretty smart however the way they went about it is that they just suddenly just like you know installed that clear book bags must be uh, it's mandatory and i feel like it it's not it's not like privacy protecting because you know some people could have feminine products in there and they could have like you know other things that could be of personal belonging to them and then you know some other kids might play pranks on them that just might like you know hurt another student's yeah it could hurt another student's feelings i mean the idea is pretty straightforward but it is true like the middle school has been saying that they would start security on bags and ids ever since i started sixth grade and now almost four years later and it hasn't even been properly stated that they are going to begin and i understand that safety is needed but privacy like privacy is just such an important factor and clear book bags they aren't as popular to find as a regular book bag you would see every day Mm -hmm. like and it's not just book bags that we use we use duffel bags sports bags that people bring to school every day and those would also have to be clear and there's just things in there that students don't want other people to see of course of course and people have this like rebuttal on this fact they say that maybe instead of having clear book bags to have security every morning like you said check the bags but people also have a rebuttal to that rebuttal saying how long would that take if every student our student our school has almost what five thousand kids seven thousand like a lot of kids every person like Every single kid that walks in the door, if their bags would have to be checked, that would be a line out the school door. It's a lot of kids and a lot of bags. The athletes, I know for a fact, I bring one to two bags every day with my book bag, my duffel bag, that have all my personal items. So even if they don't have to be clear, it would definitely be, a, I think, waste of time to check every single student's bag. Yeah, and it would take a significant amount of energy and work, and I understand that. But even if the bags aren't checked, we should try to keep people that are struggling with, like, those type of issues that have those ideas out of the school. Like, if we know they have a history of this type of violence, we should check IDs, we should know their identity, and we should just know if they're part of the school or not. Um, yeah, I think one of the biggest factors as to why most of these things that were supposed to make the school the school safety better is the cost. Um, and we know that little, the little amount of taxes that are paid go to the education system in this country, unfortunately. So cost is definitely one of the biggest factors in this situation. And it is known that Florida is the third state in the U.S. that has the most mass shootings. Uh, number one being California. What are your views on this? I think it's kind of scary knowing that we live in a state that has the third major, like, you know, major threat to American uh, schools or even any school in any nation. It's just, you know, you never see Europe having these kind of problems. And it's just it's just terrifying knowing that, you know, your school might be next. Yeah. And I also think it's extremely disappointing because 
all over social media and in schools, they tell you, especially Miami-Dade County, they tell you that we're safe, there's nothing's gonna happen, that the security is posted up, we have police officers. But sometimes it's not even about that. It's just you don't know what's going out, what's happening inside the school. Like you never really know. And what sucks is that in social media, you see people that want to move to Florida, that want to come here and to relax and just move here because they think it's better. But in reality, there's so many bad things happening here that just aren't shown. Yeah, and actually, the population in Florida has been growing a lot, and more in South Florida. They're coming more down south than up north. From California, New York, like my dad, he works in construction, and he just keeps getting these offers from people who are coming from upstate, just saying, hey, I'm going to buy this lot, can you build this for me? You know, all that stuff, because my, my dad is a contractor, so, you know, he's just getting all of these calls saying from all these people coming down. It's also like... We're known as the Sunshine State, which is kind of like an oxymoron or kind of ironic, but in a sad sense that Florida being the Sunshine State, we have Disney, we have South Beach, we have South Point Pier, we have all these amazing factors that drive in tourists, but the tourists don't really know what happens on the backside, right? All these shootings, it's kind of sad. So uh, in school, we have many programs. Like, for example, we have the HIP program, which teaches us about all these kinds of things, violence, drugs, alcohol, etc. HIP also teaches us, and it's an international thing, I believe, an international organization. HIP teaches us the warning signs and the signs to look for for someone that might be thinking about committing a mass shooting or a crime of such. So it's like every so often, every month, we see a video of what to look out for, who to look out for, signs to just check in on your friends, you know? But even with all of these resources and this help from these programs these still happen so our question would be who do you guys think is to blame for all of this really i don't think anyone's to blame for it it just depends like how people go about it like you know parents could teach their kids but you know some other kids might be like oh but this is good and it might influence the kid more than the parents have influenced them so it could cause like you know the child to be like so what's right what's wrong like peer pressure you mean yeah just like Danny said, I don't think anyone's fully to blame. I feel like it's mainly where the kid comes from. You never know what's happening at home. No matter how many resources you give that kid, you never know what's truly inside their head. You don't know what issues they have. You don't know what they've been diagnosed with. It's just a really hard thing to know, oh yeah, this kid is gonna commit a mass shooting. And social media is also a big influence when it comes to this. It's just really hard when you see something and you're influenced by it and you're like, damn, I feel that way too. Maybe I should do something like maybe a mass shooting to help me feel better when that's not the right solution. Right, of course. So with that in mind, do you guys think that it's important for parents to stress this topic, talk about this with their kids at home? Yes, most definitely, because it could educate them on something that you know they've been thinking about for a while. 100%, I just feel like it's so important because as a parent, you need to stay close to your kid. You, and as they grow older, you need to start introducing them to things and that are going to happen. And there's always a chance of something happening. And yes, it sucks that this, is, this situation is happening to younger kids, just like in te the Texas situation that happened just recently. It's, we have to start introducing it more. If not, the kids aren't going to know. And they have to realize that what they're thinking isn't right and we should get them help. Yeah, and usually this happens because parents are not involved with their child's life as much as they should be so they don't know if they're gonna go purchase a gun or steal a gun from who knows where but um the state of washington has recently banned the sale of ar-15s and 
and other assault-like weapons. So why do you think Florida hasn't done this, being the third sorry, being the third state in the U.S. with the most mass shootings? I feel like Florida is still trying to find out ways on how to resolve the issue. Like, you know, schools could implement IDs that students have to wear around their neck, which they have announced it. They just don't enforce it as well enough to make sure that, you know, oh, this person is an intruder and they're just here to, like, you know, cause trouble. Yeah, like, I know, like, I keep my ID, of course, because they say, like, oh, you don't know when they'll check, you know, so I always keep it in my wallet in my book bag. But there's some kids that are like, they're never going to check, you know, they haven't done it, they're not going to do it in a while. This puts us, or any school, really, in a very vulnerable position. Because if a friend goes and says, yeah, our school doesn't check for our IDs, an intruder's going to be like, oh, okay, they don't check for IDs, they're not working smart. It gives a weak, a weakness, a point of access, you could say, for intruders to come and violate our school. Yeah, and I feel like this is a tough situation because Florida in general, we sometimes focus on the wrong things and gun violence should 100% be our top priority because it's not just affecting teachers and staff, it's affecting kids that are going to be traumatized with this for the rest of their life. Kids like this will never be able to sit in a classroom again and feel safe because of that situation that has happened before, no matter where they move. Yeah, um, regarding school and stuff like that and how involved they are with these types of things. Um, there was an essay earlier this year some, that some that a teacher assigned to some of us discussing whether teachers carrying firearms would help in these kinds of situations. I personally think it is not safe because it just makes it even more accessible to to kids because who knows a teacher can entrust their key with a, to a kid and they might have the key to wherever they have the 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 weapon. So I think. It's just, you can never really trust anything like that. It's also like, we don't know what, anything about our teachers' personal lives, right? Like, even now, like, the teachers that get... That's, the teachers that we might think are our favorite teachers, and they love us so much, and we might be their favorite. We don't know what goes on behind their head, what goes on in their household. They could... Some teachers in this school could potentially, you know, knock on wood, of course, could potentially be one of these people that come in mass shootings, and we would never know. So, you know, it's just... It puts, it's another point of access that gives our school a lot of vulnerability, you know? It's yeah. just 100% a safety hazard because, you know, you know, some teachers, some teachers will leave their room for a second and then uh, another second later, you know, a kid has their gun and they had it in their bag and they're like, oh, look at this new toy I found and, you know. And we hear it all the time of accidents happening with younger kids. They find them, they find their parents' weapon and then they, they're playing around with it with their older sibling and sadly someone dies. So like this would be like another question. For example, should even though parents say they always keep it locked up, we hear it every once in a while in the news. Kids always somehow find the weapon. Is this a concern, a major concern, do you guys think? It's a major concern because I when I was in middle school, there was a story that a kid brought a gun to school to show it off and accidentally he shot his best friend. And you know, parents in general, we need to generalize that it's important to keep those things locked away and not mention it to them until they are a little bit older, but still we should not be associated with guns at our age. It's just not safe at all. Of course, and like people people that think that People, some people over-exaggerate, like saying, oh, no, but, you know, the people should be checking for license and registrations. 
an argument is always that there will always be somebody to do it under the counter. Someone that doesn't care if you're licensed or not. Someone that doesn't care if you're over 18 or 21. Someone that just doesn't care and will sell it. And those are the people that are dangerous. Yeah, a lot of those businesses, they worry about the money. They don't worry They don't worry about what you're going to do with the gun. They just sell it to you. That's not their problem. You do whatever you want. And as long as you give them the money, they're down. Like, And sometimes even at stores and stuff, they just give out alcohol, like whatever. They don't... Some, some places... Literally, my sister is 19 years old. She is not 21. And she's walked into a bar before and someone has given her a drink without checking her license. So that just goes to show that there's a problem. Some yeah. people just need to learn that, you know, it's not, not everyone. Not everyone is educated about this. So I think parents and schools need to do their job and teach them about gun safety early hand. Like maybe maybe around, like, you know, when their brains are, like, kind of developed, like, at an older age, just like Cynthia said. Okay, well, there was a poll done a couple years ago, I think in 2021, and it said that most school shootings were caused by 95% males and 61% white males. And in a recent study, it was proven that most school shooters feel as though they've been rejected at some point in their life and use that as their excuse to commit the crimes that they have done. Since, you know, rejection isn't really a problem that we can fix and, you know, everybody's bound to get rejected at some point. What do you guys think uh, can maybe prevent or stop men from acting negatively on their emotions? I feel like a big I feel like a big way to stop men from acting negatively on their emotions is that, you know, you could always talk to them. You could always be like, hey, are you feeling okay?" But of course, not everyone's going to be the bigger person in the world. And not everyone's going to check up on them, which is why the hip mentioned earlier discusses the fact that, you know, always check in on your friends and, oh, there's always going to be signs about, oh, this person's going to feel upset or something, you know. They're always, there's always a reason why people do what they do to hurt others. Yeah, I think a really big factor in all of this is just having support. Like, everyone needs some type of support system in their lives in order to avoid these things, of course. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's important, like Cynthia said earlier, it's important that parents talk about this with their kids. You know, maybe when they're at an older age and their brains have fully developed to know what's right from wrong and not to listen to the people that might influence them negatively. Of course, mental health is always a big factor, but you never know what's going on in someone's head. So we, it's, as as we get older and as we go through high school, there's obviously going to be a lot of things that we go through. And we're not, our, my best friend could probably be thinking something right now that I won't know. She's probably thinking that she isn't, she isn't worth living and stuff like that. And it's just hard to know. And of course, if something happens, we blame ourselves. But it's just something that parents and it needs to be known on social media that there is always support and we just need to find that that support somewhere and going back to social media it's such a big outlet now now you know we have twitter instagram tiktok someone could easily go on there and be like oh i have a gun like it's fun look at me showing it off i'm so cool blah 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 and younger kids that don't know any better can be like wow i want to be like him look at him he's so popular he's so cool 
and that's that's really dangerous and that's very scary that's the thing it's just always been seen as a joke like even saying like the n-word or posting yourself with a gun it's always been something to show off and it's always been something that you want people to see but you know it just sucks because that's not what sh we should be showing the younger generations we should be showing them how they can prevent these type of issues and how they should live through them. Everywhere on social media, everything is a bad influence depending on what people post. And it's just how some people's brains could be wired differently. There's always gonna be this one person's brain that's always wired differently than other people. So they can stretch and reach out to a younger audience to, so they could be like them. But in reality, they're just reaching out to a younger audience to target them. Like for example, pedophiles or you know people inspiring guns like they're trying to sell guns under the table as Des as Destin mentioned earlier and they could try to be buying guns little kids could be trying to buy guns from under the counter yeah what do you guys think about teachers having an emotional not emotional like just a good relationship with a student do you think that could also help avoid these types of shootouts maybe in, in schools maybe in fact it could actually worsen it depending on their relationship right that too. i think it just depends like if obviously if a teacher sees someone struggling mm -hmm. it's just hard because even some counselors in the schools they don't talk to you you can talk to them and they'll say oh yeah we won't tell your parents but then they tell your parents and you don't know how to react mm -hmm. and sometimes that that sends off a trigger in your brain that you're like, okay, now my parents know, the school knows, maybe some of my classmates are gonna know, now I have to do something to help myself get rid of this feeling that you know I'm feeling. Of course. So our last question for you guys would be, what do you guys think is the first step or what would be the first thing to implement in preventing uh, mass shootings to maybe get us down down the list as maybe not the top state anymore? 100% adding more security and it being strict about wearing IDs around the neck more often so teachers know, oh, this is a student. 100% about the ID thing. There's really just something that Florida needs to implement that won't affect our students' privacy, how they feel in school. Mm -hmm. And I feel like also the clear book bags would just make us feel like, damn, I'm not safe in my school. I could look around and if someone has a, like a black bag, they could have a gun in it or they could have something unsafe in it. And you know, it's not a good feeling for students to have. It could, it could affect their mental health and how they feel, so. Yeah, and I think, um, like Cynthia said, there have been instances where they said, yes, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, this is going to make it better, but have they done it? No. So I think it's about time that they finally start actually doing what they're going to say, what doing what they say they were going to do. Okay, those are all some very valid points. So we'd like to thank you guys for coming on here and sharing your opinions. Danny and Cynthia was definitely informative and it was also a great insight into what other people think besides our own personal views. There are many people that have of course different opinions about this but at the bottom line at the end of the day I think it is a very important topic and one that is definitely worth discussing again. Nearly 1,300 children younger than the ages of 18 years old die from shootings every year and that might not seem a lot out of 8 billion people 
but it is. With one in three families with children having at least one gun in the house, it's estimated that there are more than two million children living with guns at home. And this is very dangerous. Most accidents happen when kids are alone in the house or when they're with a friend and they're showing off the gun, trying to act cool. Like we said, these kids and young teens, young adults, all of us, we need to be informed that this is not okay. It's not cool to have a gun. It's not cool to be showing it off. It's very dangerous, in fact. Nationwidechildren.org has some very helpful gun safety tips. They say that the best way to keep your children safe from guns is to remove all guns from the home. Or, if a gun is in the home, to always keep it unloaded and locked. It is should be out of reach and out of sight of children. Keep ammunition and guns locked in separate locations and definitely never together. And of course, before visiting friends, families, or relatives, ask if they have guns in their homes. If they do, then make sure they keep the guns unloaded and locked as well. And especially the most important one is to never leave children unsupervised with a gun at home. Like we said, most accidents happen when kids are at home and they're just simple, honest mistakes or simple and honest accidents. So with that, I would like to thank you so much for listening to this episode of Destin Discusses and I hope to see you again soon.